0: Hello everybody. Welcome to Big Fairview, the podcast where we're incapable of coming up with proper titles, so we settled with Big Fairview. My name is Annie <laughs> and Next. my name is Ian. So, Fairview. It's a school. Yeah. It's a pretty good school. Can't say I've been here my whole life. I moved here pretty recently, but I've got a pretty good gauge on what Fairview's like as of right now. Yeah. It's I'm surrounded by a lot of newer faces but it's it's welcoming faces
1: i've been here for since around second grade i can say that fairview eh, it, it it's an experience i mean <laughs> i'm not really gonna say anything much more about that because you know we're on a school podcast i wouldn't want to you know defame the school like that huh i feel that yeah
0: <laughs> tell you what you pay me i'll tell you fairview's a five-star school and that you should send your kids here you should send your lineage here if you pay me five dollars <laughs> for this yeah man But I will give you what zero dollars is worth, (laughs) which is an honest and unbiased podcast about Fairview. So, is Fairview the best?
1: I don't know. Well, we're going to have to find that out.
0: It's a loaded question. There's a lot of facets to it. Most teachers will tell you yes, because they're being paid to say so.
1: Getting paid bank here.
0: (laughs) But what if there was a way we could quantify How good a school is. Enter test scores. Oh, yeah. Now, when it comes to Fairview, we have relatively good performers on tests. Yeah. We have a lot of students who are, for lack of a better word, overachievers.
1: I know a few of them.
0: I myself may or may not be one of those kids. And Ian over here, (laughs) he won't admit it, but he has a 4.5 GPA.
1: Hey, man, you know. You gotta try a little bit to get, you know, some pretty good results. I feel that. But,
0: test scores. It's, it's a topic. I mean, yeah. a lot of us who are in Fairview are split on even taking the standardized tests that America provides, like yeah. the SAT or ACT. We have a lot of kids who want to go to state schools or private universities who take these tests in the hopes that they can get some money off when they go to school, yeah. I myself happen to be one of those kids. I took both the SAT and ACT, in the hopes that I would do really good on one of those two tests. I did not.
1: <laughs> oh like, man, you did good. Eh,
0: fourteen hundred is like, how would you rate that? Is that is that a good What's score? What's the max? It's it's out of sixteen hundred, you know. So fourteen hundred out of sixteen hundred. I don't if know the,
1: how... I, if the average in like Fairview, <laughs> it's saying here. Average here is about twelve forty. Yeah, you're you're pretty above average, and I mean like you're pretty close to the threshold. You're not like no like Einstein or anything, but you're Fair. certainly like <laughs> if you go to a college that you know might look at you and they'll be like, oh, look at this guy. He's got a fourteen hundred on his SAT. I think he's pretty good. Was that your first take or
0: that was my first take? And yeah. I think a lot of students at Fairview can say that too. There's a lot of kids here that I've spoken to personally who have gotten that or higher, but twelve forty is a reasonable number it makes sense given who i've talked to and who has told their scores to people yeah out of all the people who i've gauged who have you know revealed their scores 1240 is a solid number and when you compare it to the like the national average of about a thousand yeah that puts fairview pretty high above average which is an accomplishment to say the least
1: yeah i mean if you're average in fairview then you're gonna stand out somewhere else like say like you know, if you're going to like Penn State or Pitt or anything like that, or any like the like not Ivy League schools, I guess they'll be like, yeah, you know, maybe we'll take you in.
0: Now the SAT is one thing, but what about the ACT?
1: ACT. Now, see,
0: people don't know much about this test because I don't. it's it's not as marketed to students as the SAT is. Yeah. Because when you're like a sophomore, once you're entering that grade, it's all you ever hear about the SAT. You need to take this test. You need to do good on this test if you want to go to college and have a happy life. And if you don't take it. You're going to suffer.
1: Yeah, because they tell you, it's like, oh, yeah, you need to take your PSAT, you know, sophomore. You can take it in your sophomore year, but you need to take it in your junior year. And then you got to take your SAT by your senior year. No buts, no ifs. This is what you have to do. A- ACT, I've only ever heard of that name, like, once. And that's because, you know, I've been reading the statistics about the school. And
0: but what people don't know is that a lot of these schools will hold those tests to almost equal importance. Oh. You can put one or the other. You don't have to put both of them. It'd be nice if you put both of them if you did take them, but you can take one or the other, and people don't know the difference between those two tests. So,
1: what is the difference?
0: So, the SAT is math and English, Ooh. but the ACT is math, English, English again, <laughs> and science.
1: Oh, science. Which
0: is English but with sciencey terms. Oh, so, great. it's math, English, English again, fancy English. <laughs> so, if you're one of those people who likes the, the English language, you are you should be taking the a- ACT.
1: Yeah. I guess if you're like a more math oriented kind of guy, then you're going to want to take your SA- SATs. Like, I've heard like a lot of like people in my grade that take the PSATs and, like, oh, it's super easy on the math thing. And then on the ELA, I completely suffer. <laughs> and it just kind of sounds like, uh, oh no, not good.
0: Yeah. But you do want to make sure you study for these tests. I'll tell you this. I slept in the night before I took the, A- the ACT. I had studied maybe one or two days for this test. So I take this test. I get the math section first. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I don't know what I'm doing here. So I just start putting down random answers. And the English section, I'm like, all right, I practiced this. This is something that I know. Boom, I got this down. Other English section, eh, part two. Science. That's English in disguise. That's what people don't know. It's just it's like labs. If you've ever taken a lab, it's basically you looking at a lab and answering questions about that lab.
1: Yeah. Instead of like fluff, it's like, oh yeah, you need like sciencey fluff. Here you go. Have all the have all the details that you could possibly ever need.
0: Yeah, here's fifty questions about science. Have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. So I get my results back. Now with the ACT, it's four tests graded out of thirty six points. And what the ACT will do is they will take an average of those scores and round it up to the nearest whole number.
1: Mm.
0: So I get a 34 on the English. I get a 34 on the second English. I get a 34 on the science part. (laughs) 27 on the math. Oh, no. I got a 75% on the math and a 32 on the ACT. Which I mean, a thirty-two is still solid.
1: Yeah, they're saying that Fairview averages here are uh, twenty-nine, which out of the thirty-six he said, yeah, it's pretty good. It's Very for, good. like a regular average school. Considering that Fairview is a public school,
0: that is very good stats yeah. for a school that isn't this private institution dedicated to these tests. There are a lot of public schools out. Sorry, there are a lot of private schools out there that will market themselves as these studying institutions. That will prepare you to go to Harvard, or Yale, or MIT, or whatever. If you, they're like, if you send your kids here, we will get them to Harvard. Yeah, that's what a lot of these private schools kind of sound like. <clears throat> but what people don't realize is that these tests are not as hard as people make it out to be. Yeah. It's not as hard as schools make it out to be. It's not as hard as College Board makes it out to be, and it's not as hard as your teachers make it out to be
1: yeah because you're looking at a test and i've seen people like studying like one or two years in advance for this test and i'm like it's just a test and for most colleges that's like the fourth or the fifth thing that they look at they look at your gpa and your call or in your high school transcript they look at your activities and something else and then they finally look at your uh sat and act and that's more of like a deciding factor it's like "Hmm, well know maybe this standardized test might be something that we want to get this guy in here here for but then again it's a test that you can study for and that there's a lot of like answers online that you could find that could help you answer these questions it's not a knowledge test of what you know it's a knowledge test of what you can regurgitate onto a test
0: pretty much yeah it's a test of being able to study geometry and algebra for two weeks (laughs) the english section I can get that. It trips people up a little bit. It's reading comprehension, but you know, it's it's not it's not the worst thing in the world, you know. It it could be worse. You'll definitely take harder tests in high school than the SAT. Yeah. But what trips people up a lot is the length of it. Ooh. While a class may be sixty to eighty minutes, depending on where you are. In Fairview, I know it's eighty minutes a class. Yeah. The SAT can be three to four hours oh. with maybe one or two breaks in between. <clears throat> So I think where some people lack is endurance when you're taking a test. Yeah. That's where some people are like, "All right, I cannot do this. I cannot sit here for 3 to 4 hours doing nothing but tests." And that's understandable to a degree, <clears throat> but you know, it it's worth it if you think about what you're getting out of it. Yeah. Sure, you have to pay like what 80, 90. I think I had to pay like 80 to take the SAT. Probably, yeah. probably less than that, actually. I, I think I'm spitballing a gross overestimation. of Like, how much around the take.
1: same as, like, an AP test kind yeah. of thing.
0: Like, it's the same as, like, either an AP, or, like, if you're in 12th grade, if you're applying to colleges, it's around the same fee Yeah. to just get in. But it's worth it if you do good. And if you do bad on it, you don't have to report those test scores.
1: You can just it's be like, like, that didn't happen, you know?
0: Exactly. Because what people don't realize is that if you get below what you wanted... You don't have to tell colleges that. You could just pretend like you never took it. And colleges won't look into you. They'll never be like, Oh, you never took this test. Oh well. They won't interrogate you or anything. Yeah. If you say that you didn't take the SAT or ACT, then they're just not gonna factor that into your application.
1: Yeah.
0: Whether or not that influences whether or not you get in, it's I mean it's a factor, but it's more about how you did overall in high school. Yeah. Your GPA, that's what's important. You want to be able to maintain good grades throughout your years of high school. Because at the end of the day, that's probably the most important factor of you getting in.
1: Yeah, because I mean, like, one test doesn't... One test, like, in a class isn't, like, the end of the world. Yeah. If you get a bad grade on one test, then there's always more tests to make it up. And SAT is more of just, like, a gauge, I guess. Well, you know, what you, your entire high school transcript is more of a... How good are you in certain subjects, and should we allow you in here based on your skills in a certain area? Like, say, like, I get, like, I get the maximum score on the SAT. I get, what, 1,600? But yes, I nice. have, like, Cs in my uh, college transcript. They're going to be like, what's going on here? You might not be, like, the best student here. You, you have, like, a you have, like a C-plus in Algebra 2 and, like, a, a C-minus in your ELA what's going on i don't think i don't think this kid's a good student maybe he's just a good studier but he's not a great student he's not he's not learning everything that he should and so and the colleges will be like well what what's going on here why so i guess sat scores aren't really much of like a like an indicator and act as well aren't really an indicator of like how good of a student you really are it's more how good of how good are you at studying at a particular test at particular material
0: yeah Colleges to a degree tend to use these like standardized tests as like a gauge of how good you are compared to the rest of the country.
1: Yeah.
0: Which it's there. I mean, most schools are different in how they grade you. In some schools, A P classes are incredibly difficult. In yeah. others, they're kinda of free. Fairview has a lot of very difficult but very rewarding A P classes. Yeah. There are some classes here. Like AP Literature, AP Language, AP World History, AP Spanish. Those are just a couple that I have personal experience with, to name a few. Yeah, Those are classes taught by good teachers who want to see you succeed. And when you have that, you will have that a fair view. But when you have a teacher that is dedicating themselves to seeing you do well,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's, it does numbers for you. A, a good teacher goes a long way, and not just a good teacher, but you have to be—you have to reciprocate that. You have to be a good student, Yeah. which leads to our next topic: the people of Fairview. Yeah. What are Fairview people like? How it, would you describe it? Like
1: it just depends on the kind of people. Like you know, like you have like the rich snobs, because you hmm. know, like Fairview is one of the richest like public schools in the district. You have people who live who are living on like lake shore and right on the lake you know those people are stacked you know those guys got like money upon money upon money
0: 800k beachfront
1: property (laughs) yeah and it's like there are just a lot of like lots of big property people in fairview Uh, i know some people who live in like million dollar mansions and i'm like this is ridiculous we live in a we live in erie what is going on here what's what's really
0: cool about fairview is that it's not all it's it's like all walks of life in a sense like You have rich kids, yeah, but you have people who live in, like, apartments down the road. I remember when I came to Fairview, I was in those apartments for a year before I moved down the road to... Townhouses, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, those apartment, townhouse complexes, you'll get kids from pretty much any kind of house, and when you have these communities mingling with each other, mixing together, it's good that you have all kinds of people and not just one or the other
1: yeah now if we're looking at like the ratio of uh female to male here you got 49 percent females and uh 51 percent males pretty it's good ratio not you know too it's bad. almost 50 50 we got suppressive uh this was back in 2020 2021
0: we here's got a, a. here's a fun statistic though gifted students 8.1 that's
1: a lot of kids
0: which leads to the question what constitutes a gifted student I'm pretty what's sh- there? what's there like
1: i'm pretty sure it's like an iq test that they take like every maybe. few years
0: because we got these statistics from niche.com which yeah. is a website that rates schools based on letter grades and will sometimes take surveys and uh reviews from actual people who went to the school mm-hmm. so i'm wondering does niche have access to our iqs
1: <laughs> yeah no Cause it's like, if they're taking like IQ tests or they're taking whatever sort of, you know, crazy tests for, uh, gifted. Like I took a gifted test probably like in second grade and it just felt like, you know, you go into like an online IQ test. It just felt like that. It yeah. just felt like, are you above for your grade level? Like yada, yada, yada. Most kids get into gifted anyways around like, you know, kindergarten, first grade, second grade. Cause it's like, that's when you can see the biggest like jump. Cause once you get into high school, You're seeing, like, kids who can be in, like, freshman year and could be in, like, a higher class or two, but that's not, like, gifted level.
0: When you're talking about gifted courses, doing it at such a young age is a terrible idea. Yeah. I think the idea of gifted students is a little strange. There are students that are better than other students. That is a fact- no matter what school you go to, there's like a range of how good students are in certain classes. That will always exist. Yeah. But when you classify your kids into gifted or not gifted, and you start that in second grade, kids who are gifted experience gifted kid burnout. That's yeah. A, that's a real term you hear nowadays by kids who are labeled as gifted, incredible students who excelled in mathematics or whatever when they were in the second grade because yeah. they could do basic algebra as a seven-year-old and their teachers lost their minds but yeah. <laughs> now that they're in high school they're getting burnt out from having to keep up that image and having to maintain that level of excellence when compared to the average
1: student yeah because i feel like if you're a gifted student and you're told that you're all best in the great are great and you're like better than all of your classmates and then suddenly you get like a b on your test or you get a c on your test in like what middle school maybe late middle school early high school and you're like wait i thought i was supposed to be better than everybody else i thought that i was supposed to have like some sort of heightened level of intelligence what happened it's like
0: earth shattering
1: yeah Yeah. and it kind of just goes to this like destruction of like worldviews like i thought that i was supposed to be incredibly smart for my age and i was supposed to be this and i was supposed to be that and then suddenly you have all these like uh, figures in your life like maybe your parents or maybe the school that's being like hey what's going on why are you not being as good as you used to and sometimes it could just be like, well, maybe I'm just not as smart as I thought I was. Or maybe I'm just being a regular student. And it's like putting somebody up to that kind of like heightened pedestal is just really harmful. Mm. So, yeah, it's kind of tough to think
0: about. Yeah. yeah. But I think Fairview does a good job of guiding students in a way where they are being challenged, but they're not being necessarily overworked. Yeah, I mean, there are kids here who get overworked a lot, but that could be a number of factors, be it the classes, maybe some outside school things. A lot of kids in Fairview work jobs, which is, it's a cool thing to see just how many kids in Fairview work jobs outside yeah. of school. I used to go to a school that was entirely dedicated to academics, and there would be like one or two kids per grade <laughs> level who were taking jobs at like Starbucks or McDonald's or whatever. But here like half our student body has like a minimum wage job is in the
1: workforce. Exactly.
0: It's yeah. good to see that cuz they're not just kids who are being taught to do good on tests. But these are kids who are taught Have the value of money. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of kids here who are learning the value of money real quick. Mm-hmm. I'll walk into English class and I'll hear people complaining about their gas bills or their phone bills. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that they know about that stuff at such a young age is good it's great yeah. the fact that they know how to manage their money like that that's a good thing
1: i've seen like a lot of like sports burnout in the mm. school like with the way that sports are going nowadays i feel like there are two types of students you have this you have the student that does only one sport and only one sport only because they have to dedicate their entire life year round to mm. the sport or they do every single sport imaginable which i could just i i do not want to think about that that just sounds horrific and i guess both of them just kind of like it's just kind of hard to balance sports Mm. and academics and then also a job. And I guess it's like kind of straining on some students. Like I've talked to some Fairview students and it's just been like, I've heard horror stories, uh, from some of them.
0: Mm. Yeah. Burnout is real,
1: but I mean like at least the teachers care about the students. Like the teachers as really interesting statistic teachers on average are paid $68,000 a year to be here, to be in Fairview. That's a lot for a teacher. I grew up thinking, yeah, no, I'm going to get nothing. I, I kind of want to be a teacher and I kind of grew up thinking, oh, I'm gonna not, not going to get any money for this at all, whatsoever. Mm. But then I see these statistics and I'm like, oh, some of the teachers that I know, they're working hard probably because they're getting paid a lot of money or they're really passionate about the job. One of the two. You don't know. I mean, teachers here are generally passionate. Yeah. But what's that say
0: about Mr. McClay? Will we see <laughs> a Mr. McClay in the future?
1: Oh, maybe. Hmm. Depends if I get hired. <laughs>
0: yeah. But yeah, there's, a lot of issues that concern students, but they're all diverse issues. Every student is unique in the adversity they face, the problems they have to deal with, and the way they overcome that stuff. Yeah. Which leads to another topic diversity. Your diversity. Ooh. Now, <laughs> being a not white person in Fairview, it was a little bit of a shock to see that there were, ma- I could count the number of Indian people on my hands. (laughs) Yeah. Because I came from an area where 60-70% of the area was Asians or Indians or people from that continent. Yeah. So for me, it was a little bit of a culture shock to walk into a town where that's the exact opposite.
1: Yeah. It's saying here that uh, Fairview High School is 87.8% white, and then they bunched uh, all the people on the Asian continent together, including the Indians and like any other Asian 4.1%. Four point one percent. That's hmm. and then we got multiracial, which is another four point one percent. We got Hispanic students, three point three percent, and then zero uh, point seven percent African American. And then, that shocked uh, me. That's kind of rude. But I guess hmm. this kind of shows that it's like we do not have very much diversity in this school. <laughs> it's not really, not really the best for Fairview. Now yeah, I'm not Fairview. really sure how we should say if Fairview is the best school or not. We have a good education. We have other good things about us. You know, we got a pretty good student body. We have some pretty good teachers that care, and we have decent test scores. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I know a lot of people who do not have a fun time at the school who say it's like, this is the worst school, where it's just like, I just want to leave. I want to go to, like, some other school because anything would be better than this.
0: But at that point, it's... For some people, it's less about fairy and more about the prospect of just hating high school yeah. as a whole. I mean there are a lot of people here who hate Fairview as a town, but there's also a lot of people here who hate having to wake up and go to school every day. Yeah. Not feeling as though it's necessary for their life. Because yeah. there's a lot of kids here who don't want to go to like pub or like private colleges or public college or college in general. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kids going to trade school, a lot of kids going straight into the workforce and it's not, like, one or two kids per class. It's, like, a good 20, 30, 40, maybe approaching 50%. Yeah.
1: Because we have, like, you know, ECTS. We got at least, like, 20 or 30 kids per grade level out of, like, what, 120, 130 that are going to a trade school at some point in their life where they're taking all these high school classes. And they're going to be, like, when am I going to use English, a- English 3 in my uh, in my life? For, say like I'm doing carpentry when am I going to use English 3 as my carpentry job?
0: Like, I feel that <laughs> and I heard this from another teacher I don't, I don't remember who but I heard that you should think of classes less as applicable to your life and more as brain exercise. That's something I heard a long time ago hmm. that sticks with me because like realistically if you're taking AP Calc you are never gonna use A P <laughs> Calc unless you teach AP Calc.
1: Or unless you use calculus and some
0: If you're go if you're gonna be a career mathematician, yeah. Okay, take AP Calc. <laughs> yeah. But we don't teach AP Calc because we want everyone in the class to become a future mathematician. Yeah. We teach that because that's advanced brain exercise. Yeah. These are people who are in there for a challenge or just to get their GPA up. Yeah. Usually like people have goals. Like the GPA, but
1: yeah. And then there are some people who are just like, I want this to look good on my high school or my high school transcript. Exactly. I took AP Calc.
0: People take APs because they want it to look good on their high school resume. That's what people care about. Yeah. That's what I cared about when I signed up for AP Lit and AP Spanish. Now, see, I didn't necessarily need to take those APs if I wanted to graduate because mm-hmm. APs are not a requirement whatsoever. You don't even need honors classes to graduate, but you take these classes because. It looks good on your transcript, mm-hmm. boosts your GPA, yeah. boosts your chances of getting into better schools, and it's generally nice to take honors classes. There's a lot of rewarding honors classes in this school that are definitely worth taking. Mm-hmm. Just to name a few, honors English all four years. If you are to take some of the honors science classes, I know some people might have little bit of resentment of science as a whole because of the honors program but bio but <laughs> but there there are good teachers here who are dedicated to their jobs yeah the honors history courses i know honors gov and econ i took that class and i enjoyed it yeah there are gonna... like there are many classes here that are worth taking that should be taken which yeah. all factor into what makes fairview good I'd say the only category we're really lacking in is diversity. But, like, there's nothing we can do about that. It's not like I can call the Indian continent to come move here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're stuck at 87% white, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But, like, you know, take it or leave it. Can't really kick anybody out. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like we can kick out all the white people so that we can make it even. Yeah, I know. Or just. The people who are already
1: here are going to have more babies, and you know, we have like. The ratio is probably going to stay the same unless we have more people moving in.
0: Yeah. But generally, I feel like when it comes to the Asian population in Fairview, it's going on an uptick because. Yeah. There's a lot of people like me who are starting to come into Fairview because they see it as this growing population of like Indian communities. Yeah. I don't know how this would be perceived if I say this, but. When it comes to minorities, we flock.
1: (laughs) I I don't know if that makes sense, but, like... Yeah, because if you want to, like, go to somewhere, you better make sure that there's a community of your people in that community, or else... Just
0: the odd sheep. Let's go with that. (laughs) The odd sheep. Odd is not a race. (laughs) But, yeah. When it comes to demographics here, and communities of, like, different races, it tends to be that these communities build as more and more people learn about Fairview as a district. Yeah. I know when I got here, I learned about Fairview's Asian population by talking to students who are already here. Mm-hmm. There are a couple kids who were graduating the year af- before mine that had already lived here. Yeah. Who I learned about Fairview from. I was able to talk to some Indian students here, get their opinions on Fairview they themselves told me Fairview was a nice place to be mm-hmm. and with all that in mind my family and i packed up and moved here and you know we haven't regretted anything yeah we got a nice property here and we got a nice school surrounding us so it's it's a good place to be yeah. so all in all Fairview is a good spot to be in yeah. it's not bad by any means
1: to cap this off uh so on niche.com there were some pretty uh, interesting reviews from uh, either former students or alumni, right, or even students that go to Fairview. And there there's some pretty good ones, so I, we picked out some of the worst ones and the best ones. So, so from the worst, we have uh, we have an alumni. who says, "Fairview has excellent marketing strategies. They make the school seem much better than it really is. <laughs> Lots of clicks and academics seem to go with the latest trends without doing much research before implementing them.
0: We'll never send my kids there. We'll never. S- oh, wow."
1: Yeah. People
0: put too much emphasis on clicks They're like bro, it's high school. Just get your <laughs> diploma, yeah. don't worry about clicks. It won't matter once you leave the building.
1: Okay, no. so we got a good we, we got Ani with a good positive review here to come up with that.
0: <laughs> now, here's one that is a little extensive, but says numbers about Fairview. Now this review reads Fairview High School is a blue ribbon school and is ranked second in the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> I did not know that. It's pretty good. Okay. This school outranks any other in the area, and I would not ever transfer to any other high school. This person had a pretty good time here. Yeah. Students who have graduated from Fairview have expressed the ways that the school has undeniably prepared them for the collegiate experience. I have taken high-level classes and performed well in them so I am confident in my ability to transition to college also. That ties into what we said. Yeah. This school prepares you pretty well for college. I can
1: relate to this guy. <laughs>
0: right? I participate in three different sports in Fairview, and all of them are exceptional. This guy's wow. Wow. three sports.
1: Yeah, yeah, he goes in the category of the guy who does all the sports. I don't know how <laughs> this guy survives, bro. Okay.
0: <laughs> the dedication of the coaches pushes me to perform to the best of my ability and keeps me consistently determined to improve. The teachers are just as special and it is shown through the school's standardized test scores. Checks out. We're above average. Yeah. Our teachers put extensive time and effort into the students' prosperity and treat them with a high
1: level of respect. Fairview High School is truly a school like no other. Now, what do you think about that? Oh, I mean, I can agree with it yeah. on some levels. I kind of relate to this guy. I feel like my high school experience has been like his. You know, I, got, I get that the teachers care about me and I was kind of in like middle school swimming i guess my coaches were pretty happy (laughs) about me but i really haven't done any like sports that need a coach
0: see i'm not a three sport student like this guy (laughs) but i have been able to note the extensive time and effort that teachers put into their students yeah because we have students who care about their jobs to the extent that they want to see their kids succeed which is like the it's the most fundamental part of being a teacher is that sense of care
1: like you don't go into being a teacher if you don't care about your students that's it, just like no
0: but it feels like in schools across america as a whole that's kind of lacking a little bit yeah but you don't see that in fairview because we have teachers who actually care about their jobs
1: yeah so yeah
0: it's a pretty good school
1: okay yeah um i'm just gonna say Fairview's a pretty good school if you were going from another school like picking a middle school and you wanted to transfer i'd say go to fairview It's been a pretty good experience for both me and Ani. And, yeah. Probably clock out. All right. See you in another episode. See you guys.